International Women's Day, People Matters brings to you She Matters, a campaign focused on building an equitable workplace. And today, we are in an exclusive conversation with Nikhil Arora, Vice President and Managing Director, GoDaddy India. Thank you, Nikhil, for joining us today. And as we are here to celebrate International Women's Day, the focus this year for us is on creating equitable workplaces and not just talk about equality, because it's more about being fair and just than about being giving equal opportunities. So my first question to you is, what do you think about the overall concept of equality at work? First of all, thank you for having me here. And uh, you all are doing a wonderful job uh, uh, in promoting uh, you know, the awareness of the concept of equality. Uh, when I think about uh, the concept of equality, I think about three dimensions, right? Uh, first is around, first level dimension is, you know, are you treating uh, each gender the same way? Uh, so in, in, you know, in today's world and today's society, especially in business, uh, there are many places where it's happening fairly and there are many places which is not happening fairly. So treating everybody on, it, on their own merits, regardless of uh, their gender, is the first uh, most important attribute. Yes. Uh, second is around uh, economic parity, mm -hmm. right? Um, how do corporations, how does society, how does different uh, you know, public institution uh, don't uh, differentiate your economic compensation based on uh, what gender you are? Mm -hmm. And lastly is around just um, uh, safety, security, and I would add discrimination to that, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, we, we have to accept the fact that, uh, you know, women, uh, especially in our country, have much more obstacles and hardships to overcome to reach the same point. Uh, so the onus is on the society and the corporation. So make sure they're a making efforts to make that easy. And secondly, also driving awareness among uh, the corporate culture, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody's uh, thinking may not be the same and the best way to bring everybody in the same is to drive you know shared consciousness yep. uh, so starting from how you treat people to equitable pay to making sure there's no discrimination and a good safe and secure environment interesting it brings me to the second <clears throat> point that you mentioned which is very important pay parity so is there a, how, can you tell, tell us something about how it is at GoDaddy have you reached that uh, that pay parity here yes today you know so GoDaddy really takes pride today in uh, uh, ensuring that our, our our women employees are you know paid uh, almost at par mm -hmm. uh, to our male employees and uh, you know that's the case across both technical talent mm -hmm. and non-technical talent you know we had recently released a survey and uh, you know there was literally uh, you know a difference of one to two points among all these categories so that's as close you know yeah. as we can get so we were, we were really proud of that and the way we kind of do it is to make sure one driving that shared consciousness among the organization to say uh, that uh, you know you, you're hiring based on skills, you're hiring based on uh, capabilities, uh, but also you're watching out to make sure that um, you know if if there is a dimension of um, uh, there's an opportunity to bring more women on board, mm -hmm. uh, we do that right mm -hmm. because that's important because there's a virality effect of. Uh, that, that you know if you get women on board perhaps they will then hire more women and the organization culture makes changes yes. uh, you know fast yeah. uh, and then uh, you mentioned about uh, just um, uh, equity per se I think equity per se uh, you know is again is both I would say economic and non-economic economic yeah. is very visible it's, it's how much you get paid but non-economic is in terms of learning yes uh, because ultimately uh, you know, learning is a privilege we can provide and how do we provide the privilege, the responsibility of the company mm -hmm. to create that opportunity for, for women to uh, 
get more and more learning opportunities because you know they have many stop and starts in their career yes. uh, because of family. Yeah, that's interesting. Thanks so much for sharing that. So why do you see today are the biggest <coughs> obstacles that block senior male leaders from supporting gender equality and pay parity in the organizations? So, you know, I would say, I think it's a, it's kind of a mixed bag uh, of reasons. Firstly, there could be preconceived notions among uh, leaders who have probably either it's the way they were brought up or the way perhaps they, they were influenced by a corporate culture they were before or perhaps yeah. the kind of society they lived in, right? So sometimes it's just you don't know what you don't know yeah. and you are kind of applying that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, changing that through basically... Uh, as leadership of the company to help them kind of you know, change that mindset you mm -hmm. know, is one way to kind of you know, overcome that obstacle. Second, I think, is um, around uh, generally uh, people tend to uh, you know, hire based on their own comfort levels. And yeah. sometimes that's gender biased. Uh, yes. In reality, it is. Yes. And I think, again, how do, you, how do you kind of make it objective and not subjective? That's, mm -hmm. again, more training and imparting uh, probably uh, best cases, use cases to them, you know, yeah. it happens if, if, if male leaders are doing that bias, the best case to demonstrate is say, to like look at companies which have thrived very well, uh, which has women leaders, and there are many of the great examples of that, yeah. right? And then third is, I think, just generally, um, I would not even say that it's a male bias, sometimes it's just uh, a bias of an industry, because yeah. industry believes that in certain industry only uh, you know, male uh, folks can survive and female can't, and that's been, you know, broken. If you look at the number of female astronauts who've gone yes. up in space, right, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, every time I take a flight and they announce uh, a woman pilot, I'm actually amazed at that stats, which is getting so higher and higher, right? So yeah. which is really confidence-inspiring that yeah. there are ways even the industry can, you know, yeah. change its yeah. dimension. Yeah. So I agree with you. So it's about sensitizing, bringing about that awareness because there's so many unconscious biases that people have. Right. They don't even realize that they're doing it. So I think that's a very good point there. Thank you so much. So do you think we need more male allies to empower women holistically at work? Who can we teach and engage other? How can we teach and engage other male leaders to experience the pressing need for this movement towards equality and finally to, some, to do something concrete about it? So I think we need allies, period, right? I'll start with the macro level, yeah. you know, male or female, we need allies because uh, I think uh, uh, if you think from a male perspective, clearly, right? I mean, I think the more um, they do uh, in terms of opening the doors uh, and both at a leadership level and a management level and also drilling down that in their own uh, team, mm -hmm. you know, because ultimately things happen if your team makes it happen, right? Absolutely. A leader can go and talk all they want, but ultimately the team doesn't, yeah. you know, believe in that. So one is to say, make sure, how do you make your team believe in that mm -hmm. through exposing them, right? Exposing yeah. them to what's happening. And sometimes, like for example, in India, uh, maybe they're not exposed to what's happening globally, right? The percentage exactly. of women employment in our country is, let's say, you know, 23, 24%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in, in, in other markets, it may be higher. And if you say that, if there's a direct tie to GDP, and there mm -hmm. is, right? They say that yeah. if you're able to double uh, our women employment rate from like 23, 24% to 47%, yeah. uh, that's $700 billion into the economy, right? So there's a very powerful number out there. Which, this case. Which, yeah, and, and then also if you think about startup system, right? Like a lot of uh, women entrepreneurs are coming out of yeah. their own houses because they have a skill, they just don't want to work kind of a regular corporate job, but they can really become entrepreneurs because whether they are you know, into designing or, or, or some creative field and so on, right? Yeah. So 
I think uh, getting allies and allies is industry, the government, the corporates, and 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 of course, you know, the male leaders. Yeah. Second, I think, which is also around like how do how do all successful, uh, you know, female leaders, which they are doing right, also yeah. continue to push that cause because it really, uh, you know, helps um, accelerate that uh, that dimension yeah. as well. So, Nikhil, that uh, reminds me that you've lived and worked in the U.S. for pretty long. How different was it there, if you have to talk about equity and equality <clears throat> at work? Yeah, so I think from a, like, obvious differences of when I apply for a job, nobody can ask my age and nobody can ask my gender, right? It's also <laughs> that, right? That's it's, interesting. It's actually illegal, right? Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Oh, so, uh, you know, so, uh, in fact, when I moved back, like, I felt very awkward when people in there because it's it's put normally in the resume uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's never asked or required there right so I think it actually starts from that simplistic um, lens to say why should it be mm-hmm. mentioned right yeah, exactly. uh, because your resume is supposed to be your skills and what you do and what you can offer to the company right mm-hmm. um, so that's like at a very basic level but other than that I think uh, you know there's obviously for example, maternity leaves are mm-hmm. much more, uh, though India is moving in that direction, I think they're much more uh, relaxed and accepting mm-hmm. uh, because when you're off work for you know five, six months, you come back, uh, it is difficult. Yep. Uh, in today's world, when technology is changing so fast, you may mm-hmm. have left the skill and you come back and the whole technology has changed. So uh, the onus on the organization is not only to uh, kind of onboard them back but also onboard and accelerate their learning yes because something they were doing you know some version of that you know software changes yeah. or the whole technology platform change yeah. so yeah. I think uh, because of the kind of the focus on that has been uh, much more there in the you know in, in the in the kind of the emerged markets I think now India is beginning to replicate that but mm-hmm. I think ultimately the onus comes back to individual leaders to make sure that's happening. Absolutely. <clears throat> so all sta- it starts from the leadership and trickles down to every employee in the organization. So thanks so much for sharing that. So what are some of the most important and doable steps, according to you, that organizations <coughs> and leaders can take in order to support gender equality and equity at the workplace? Yeah. So I think uh, equity is very easy in my mind, right? Because equity is based on uh, what what skills and what capabilities you have and what you can deliver. And um, to me, the job should be the job, the economics should be the same, yeah. regardless of your age, gender, bias, religion, right? And yeah. then any, any place which doesn't have that, I think that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you are really encouraging that culture mm-hmm. downstream in your organization to you can have, like if I'm hiring mm-hmm. a person from you know X background, I can yeah. pay him you know this, and if another gender, I can pay him that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's begin with, I think those should, that's a non-negotiable uh, attribute every company should declare. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, kind of the non-economic uh, thing, I think, uh, you know, the best thing is to like encourage your team and leaders to make sure, uh, you know, they're getting exposed uh, to, I would say, companies which have proven this, right? And there are many good companies, there yes. are many good leaders in the world today, if you mm-hmm. think about both in the corporate side and non-corporate side. Uh, and also, yeah, I think, and make it also less gender, but look at the diversification it brings, right? Because a lot of time the argument is like, oh, it's a gender-based argument. And, yeah. you know, I go into like gender-based is one, but the other is, is it's a diversification of uh, the perspective you're going to get. Exactly. Right? And yeah. because uh, I, because being a male, I would have a perspective, not that I cannot acquire another perspective, but that's just what I was brought up in. But there is, yeah. you know, the other gender who was brought up and exposed to different perspectives. Exactly. So it just adds to success of an organization because you have, you know, one plus one greater than two. Exactly. And I think that's that's very important. 
All right, thanks. That's awesome. And finally, what are some steps that GoDaddy is taking to support gender equality at the workplace? So I think, uh, you know, one is we obviously are actively focused, for example, if you think of technical and non-technical, right? Uh, on non-technical, as I shared earlier, we are much, very much uh, at parity uh, with the you know, point or so difference in the, in the economic uh, uh, way. But also in the non-economic way, right? The GoDaddy has been uh, conducting a lot of hackathons uh, for women on our campuses. Uh, you know, we're here in India, you know, we've, uh, we've sponsored and actively partnered with uh, the first woman hackathon um, oh, wow. group. Uh, first one was in Chennai, and then was in Mumbai, mm -hmm. and, and so on. Even in our customers, right, we, we support web designers, and we are actually uh, actively now putting out stories of successful web designers, right? Because in web, web designing and web development, the journal perception is it's a very male-dominated profession, yes, exactly. but they are, yeah. uh, you know, some wonderful, talented, uh, you know, female web designers out there. So we are trying to bring that to light because I think exposing and driving that awareness is very mm -hmm. important because then the word gets out and others observe it and mm -hmm. others say, yeah, okay, there is something, you know, more for us to also learn. Yeah. And then lastly, I think, uh, you know, health and wellness, I, I talk about that a lot uh, is to say, hey, we need to create that platform for, uh, you know, for, uh, for both male and female, especially for, for, for women because time is much more challenging for them than, yes. you know, than for male. I think there was some study done where like an average male spends about, you know, whatever, uh, a few minutes on household chores, whereas a woman spends six hours. <laughs> you know, so you're already minus six hours. Yes, exactly. And, but but you want to be healthy. You want to go to the gym. Yeah. You want to feel good. So how do you bring bring that into your workspace? And we do that here uh, mm -hmm. a lot because that helps uh, us not only uh, make them help you know health and more uh, I would say uh, uh, fitness focus, but also it just drives that positivity. Yes. Uh, you know, among among the team and and yeah. people create that culture of they want to stay in the company and which yeah, is the well-being is taken yeah. care of <clears throat> emotional physical yes yeah. yeah that's awesome thanks so much for sharing that just one last question do you also have any <clears throat> views on diversity beyond gender yes i think i think you know diversity is in every sense everything right i mean yeah. diversity is again gender is one dimension religion is other caste is other uh, you know what what type of lifestyle you follow today exactly. is your personal choice uh, where you live uh, is a personal choice, you know, marriage is a personal choice. I mean, so I think to me, diversity is as broad as it can go. Yeah. And I think, uh, uh, and not restricted to gender. And I think the more we all think in those terms, I think the, I think the more uh, better the, the, the society and, and, and the business would be because I think when you box yourself into a certain view yeah. of where it is, and, you know, you, and the proof point is you go and ask young kids, right? You go to school and you ask a 15, 16, 18 year old, they don't think on those lines, exactly. which is a great thing, right? Yes. You do, nobody thinks about, uh, you know, are you this this gender, are you this religion, are you, you know, you know, like, yeah. what do you like as lifestyle? Not, not at all, right? Yeah. So I think you can see the purity there. Yeah. And I think it's just that if it just continues yeah. uh, in the, well, as they grow up that's in life, cool. yeah. you know, that's the key. All right. Thank you so much. On that note, we come to the end of this interesting conversation with Nikhil Arora. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Do stay tuned to this space for more on She Matters, brought to you by People Matters. Thank you. Thank you.